Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of the TMC podcast, a Truman Middle College production. Our special guest today is, I'll have her introduce herself. Go right ahead. Hi, my name is Andrea. <laughs> Andrea, you are a lifelong Chicagoan? Yes, born and raised. Have you been to a lot of other cities? Um, I have. I've been to Indiana a little bit, Wisconsin, Florida, and technically we drove from Illinois to Florida, so all the states in between, okay. but I wasn't really awake for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good way to travel. Um, and do you, when you go to other places, I find anytime I go to other places, not that I don't like where I am, but I'm just get m happier and more and more proud that I'm a Chicagoan. Does that happen to you? Or are you like, oh my God, it'd be so great to live here and not in Chicago? I mean, Chicago has its good points, but like, I don't know. I feel like since I was like born and raised here, I want to go somewhere else. I got like you. all I know is here. Like, yeah, I've been to like other states, but it's like, what is it really like to live outside in a different state, you know, like just leave. Now, you're talking about maybe another city in America or maybe overseas somewhere. Um, I've thought of both, um, but I don't know. What like, if I just let you pick any city at all and you could just go live there for a year, even if you've never been there? What, what is the first one that pops into your mind? I mean, I've only been in Miami like one time, but like I'm going back again. So hopefully it's a good experience and hopefully maybe Miami. I, I thought about Los Angeles too because mm. everybody's like, oh my God, LA. That's right. But like, I don't know. I yeah. like the tropical like. I was just going to say both of those places are going to have warmer weather than Chicago. Yes. Yes. I, I love the winter just because I'm a winter baby. But okay. like, I'm sorry. I, the sun makes me happy. <laughs> what does a winter baby mean? Uh, like your astrological sign? Uh, I'm a Capricorn, so I was born in the winter, December. What is supposed to be the personality of a Capricorn? Honestly, I don't know, and that's probably one of the reasons why I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> maybe that's maybe it's just like a Capricorn to not know. It's oh, that's such a maybe. Capricorn I don't know. know. They're just a, a situation. So, <laughs> supposedly, the season where you were born, like I'm an Aquarius, so I'm supposed to like the winter too. Right? You're an Aquarius. Uh oh. Does <laughs> that mean we're not? Does that mean we don't get along? Um, no. Um, we actually do get along. But <laughs> what's your birthday? <laughs> uh oh. February sixth. February sixth. It's because my mom's a Pisces, and I get more along with Aquarius than Pisces. Than Pisces. Are you asking me to be your <laughs> no. part-time mother? No. I got you. Um. All right. What was I going to ask? Oh, you're going to read some horoscopes. Um, I guess. Now, when we when you read horoscopes, is this, are you saying, hey, these are just fun, but they kind of don't mean anything? Or are you like, hey, horoscopes are legit, and they really tell us something, and there is some connection? Um, I'm going to be honest. I read my, I can't find any really right now. No but problem. um, I'm going to be honest. I've read my horoscope before. And my Venus, which is the love sign, which which is like who I portray and uh -huh. like love and stuff, and uh -huh. like who I want to reach out to, is a Scorpio. And all I've dated are Scorpios. So you're. I think is a coincidence. You have a current <laughs> boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> who is a Scorpio. Yes. 
and you date Scorpios, and the odds of you happen to just date to you just dating Scorpios are quite low. Like something must be going on if your last three significant others are Scorpios. Yes, or not that they're quite. It's so hard to find like a good Scorpio because they like they do too much sometimes, and like some like we connect a lot, mm-hmm. but like when we connect like in like certain levels, like we get angry. And we'll, like, distance each other for a little bit. Wait, that happens. Yeah. So does you live with your boyfriend? Is that right? Yes. <laughs> I've taught, I've, just for anyone in the audience, I've taught her boyfriend, too. Eric. Yeah. We'll, we'll call him Eric. Um, Eric. So are you saying, even though you live together and you're made for each other and a Capricorn and a Scorpio fit perfectly, you still find yourself needing some distance? Yes. At times? Um. You know what? Fun fact: Capricorns are very much like want to be independent. That's what I remember. Okay, well then that makes it maybe hard to date a Capricorn because they're always looking for independence. Yes. <laughs> so when you live with someone uh, in close quarters, right? You're cohabitating. Yeah. How do you get distance from someone? Um, honestly, like, so what I think I have, because like I have mental disorders, but like. Um, right now, like, diagnosed-wise, it's MDD, which is Manic Depression Disorder, and then I have MAD, which is Manic Anxiety Disorder, on file as of now, but I haven't gotten checked, like, in a couple years. Okay. But I've also went through a lot during those couple years, and so what I think I have is BPD, which is... Borderline uh, Personality Disorder? Borderline Disorder. Personality what disorder. is the what, how would you what's your like one or two sentence description of BPD? Um, so what I've been like reading so far um, is that like your mood switches like really fast, like you feel like the world isn't real sometimes, or like um, let's say like um, like you you're just like basically kind of like bipolar. Your mood swings like go up and down mm-hmm. too, but. That's what I read so far. <laughs> uh, well, go, hey, as a teacher, good for you for getting out there and reading about it. I like it. Do you find having those diagnoses help? Like, okay, I kind of have a thing I can read up on, or is it? does it feel like a label that now you're stuck under? I mean, I never really put myself in a label box. Like, I kind of let the doctors do it at mm-hmm. first because I was like, what do I have? Because I've, like, felt, like, depressed since I was, like, a kid. So, like, I knew I was depressed. Like, I knew it, like, even, like, went through our genes because my mom has depression. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I have it. Like, now what? Mm-hmm. And then I got diagnosed, and I was like, okay. Now but what? <laughs> now what? And then it was the pills, and then I didn't really like the pills because I saw how, like, it affected my mom. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get that there's, like, a process to find the right pill that works for true. you and very true but like that's like draining like i don't want to go through like five different like stages of change because i'm like way too down or it only cures my anxiety but not my depression mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um what have you found most helpful in sort of living with some of these uh disorders Honestly, being by myself, I, I, it's really hard um, 
to do it by yourself especially like I've seen a lot of people just like break completely because they can't like it's that motivation that you need to do it and I've only had like slight like times where I like convince myself like I'm gonna be on my stuff like Mm -hmm. I'm going to self-care like it's about me it's like self-love it's Mm -hmm. what I need to do to heal and move on Mm -hmm. But there are, like, hard times where, like, it's a bad day, yep. might break. Um, but, like, reaching out and, like, talking to people is definitely a good thing. Very smart. So we originally started talking about this because I was talking about the distance you might need to get from, say, the person you're living with or cohabitating with. So are you suggesting that sometimes when some of the more difficult times with some of these disorders that you have laid out happens, maybe if you're with the right person who understands you, they understand, okay, this is a time for distance for a period of time, and it's nothing to take personally. Um, honestly, um, with me and Eric, there are times where, like, I don't feel the best, and he could see it on my face. He, like, he asked me first if I'm mad, because usually I get mad. Like, really, really easy. At him, or? I just, there's, like, periods where I just get frustrated at, like, the littlest thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not, like, not his fault, but just me. Like, it just irks my soul (laughs) sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, um, but, like, when, like, he asks me first, he's like, are you angry? Because I have, like, the same resting bitch face, so he can't really tell. Um... So he'll ask me that, and then I'll be like, no, and I'll be like, I'm sad. And he's just like, okay, so, like, what do you need? Like, what do you want? Like, do you want candy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want to watch a movie? Like, do you want to cuddle? Like, like, what do you want? And, like, on days, like, where, like, I don't want, like, anything, like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, go play your game. <laughs> okay. But it sounds like that's, first of all, sounds very supportive. I think you would say... The relationship is really good, strong. Uh, that's he's thoughtful or aware. Maybe you are of each other, or how moods come and go. I mean, it sounds to me like in the best relationships, you fully know and accept the other person. And it sounds like he knows you really, really intimately. He knows when some of these moods come on, what you need. He respects if you need some time apart, and I'm sure vice versa. Oh yeah, definitely. How long have you been together? Um, three years, this June 20th. Three years, and you yeah. haven't, you've been together for three years. We've been together for three years, but knew each other for four or five years already. I was just, only if you want to share, I was just talking about this with somebody else. You're friends with someone, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, and you're in a relationship with them. That means at some point, there was a very specific moment when someone did or said something which tried to be the shift from friends to something romantic. Do you remember exactly what that I moment do. of move was? Uh-oh. Now, we, first of all, I need to guess whether I think it was you or Eric who made it. Were you both harboring romantic interest in each no. other? But did, no, you weren't. Okay. No. The story's going to be one of you felt it and the other one different didn't, yeah. and you had to drag that other person along. All right, I'm dying to know who was who. Um, guess them. I'm going to guess Eric was had romantic feelings for you. He told you or made a move. You were very thoughtful about it. And then he wore you down. No, I'm kidding. But then at some point, you also found yourself romantically interested. Yeah. So basically what happened, um, 
I went through um, something like traumatic um, a couple months prior and he was basically there during those couple months it was during the pandemic too so like no one could go outside Mm -hmm. i was locked in my grandma's house because i was living with her at the time and they're very strict and at that time i was smoking a lot and i was going through like ptsd like i would have nightmares um about my trauma and it was like a lot and so what i would do is i would uber to eric's house in the middle of the night when everyone's sleeping to go smoke and we're like friends we've been friends for like three years at that point i've been to his house his grandma knows me i know his neighborhood like if i really wanted to go home i would know my way um but but yeah i just one, one day, he was playing a game, and he was like, I need to tell you a secret. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm going to get the best tea. Like, because everybody was like, at the time, our group was like, eh, with each other. Like, nobody was hanging out or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to get some tea. Like, who did what? And, and by the way, just for, because I only recently learned this, tea means like the drama or like a secret like someone else did that you found out like what's the gossip yeah basically okay so you're gonna get so he says i'm gonna tell you a secret and you think you're just getting just general group of friends tea yeah or anybody's tea like what was the news like what's popping and um he told me he was like i like you and (laughs) now first of all how much you didn't know he was going to go there. It wasn't no, like, oh, here we go. This guy's about to. I was smoking per- a blunt in his bed and looking at him while he was playing a video game. And he stopped and was like, I like you. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, um, are you sure? <laughs> like, I literally, because it's not the first time where a boy or like my best friend um, like comes up to me and is like, oh, like, I want to. Either, like, I like you or, like, I want us to, like, do something or, like, any intent like that, basically. Right. So I was like, are you sure? <laughs> and this was a total surprise? Yes. Like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't there wasn't clues before. You weren't no. thinking, like, look, I'm sure this, it was just, like. Because I, like, at the time, like, our, like, friends were, like, we were all, like, friendly to each other. It wasn't, like, anything, like, sexual or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, we all were just really comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I would play with his hair, like, during lunch, and, let, like, he'll, like, sleep on my lap. But, like, it's also, like, a, the other boy that we were friends with also would do the same thing. And so it was our other friend, like, the friend that passed away. Like, I used to play with his hair, like, all the time. Okay. And, like, it was, like, nothing, like, not normal for us basically. And I wasn't the only one doing it either. You mean so, the only one playing with his hair? Yeah. <laughs> with his hair specifically? No, like we would play with uh, each other's hair or we'd like play fight or like we'll get even into like stupid arguments about stupid stuff and like that's just like normal stupid kid shit. <laughs> um, what do, I mean, what do you, what starts running through your mind when out of nowhere a total surprise to you, one of your best friends just and I said there had to be a time when someone crosses that boundary and he just did. He just so, did. <laughs> and that's that the thing. Are you like, oh my god, I can't do this. I don't know how to think about um, this. Well, after like he told me he really liked, he was like, 
yes after he was like I was like are you sure he was like yes and I was like how long have you thought about it because like that matters and it does why does that matter I'm not saying it doesn't because why, why would you because again he knows the circumstance that the trauma was about and telling me literally like four months later about it happening and me having still nightmares and okay. and that like it's a trigger kind of so like to me it's like I need to know like how long it's been you know like like was it like more of a like you developed it after or was it already in the process? So, but you were saying the trauma, the idea of maybe dating again was called up too much of the recent trauma. Yeah. So there's almost a part of you like, like, can we just put a halt on anything in that arena? Because I'm Yeah, because he wasn't even the first, like, boy that told me, like, I like you or, like, I was talking to either. Like, I had a different life mm-hmm. before that because that wasn't supposed to happen. But um, I'm glad it did, though. But, um, so but then yeah. It, there's a, so then there is a period of time where, you, I'm going to guess, there's a period of time when you don't know what to do, and then there is a moment or a decision where you're like, you know what, he was a friend, now I know his feelings, and I find yeah. I have similar feelings, too. Yes. So tell me about those two things, the period of time before that, so, and then whatever that moment was. So... But like the, when we continued that conversation, he told me he was like, "Oh, like I've been knowing for a couple of months now." Like I even told Leo, I think he said, or like one of his friends that or Buddha, I'm pretty sure was, um, that he was talking to. Like, hey, like I like her, but I don't know what to do. And at that time, I was kind of like on and off in like a situation too. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I don't know, like, I didn't do anything, but, like, now that that happened and it passed and, like, I was single and he just wanted to say when he wanted to say it. And because he had been feeling that way for a long time, that sort of made it better. It wasn't like he was just casually throwing around the idea of a relationship. Yeah, because I, like, wanted to know, like, like, if you've been thinking about it for months that means that you have the intention that you want this to work. Not like a month where you're like, oh, like, I think she's cute for like a month. But like, if you think about it for like, let's say like six months about like us having a relationship, I think it's like worth trying because you have that intent to it. It can't be just some, you don't, and you shouldn't do that if it's a very good friend. You can't just casually go like, oh, maybe we'll exactly. try this. Exactly, that's literally ruining the friendship right, right there. Like, <laughs> like if I went to date him and he thought about it for a month and let's say like it didn't work out, I Correct. would look like a clown. Well, not, not like a clown, but I feel like a piece of shit because like I just lost a very good friend. And, like, I didn't know if it would go or not go anywhere. And it's a rupture in the whole friends group, too. Yeah. So now all of a sudden there's sides and all that kind of stuff. Now, in retrospect, did you never have romantic thoughts about him? I mean, no, not really. Like, I would get asked during class. Like, this one time this kid asked me, he was like, are you and Eric together? And I was like, no. And this was before COVID, like, right before, like, the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, why? He was like, so you've never thought about Eric, like, in that way? And I was like, no. (laughs) So, I don't know, have you ever seen the movie When Harry Met Sally? No, but I heard it's good. It's an old, it's like one of the original romantic comedies. But the thesis is that men and women 
can't really be friends because there will always be some sort of romantic complication or you know something will get in the way. Now, I totally disagree with that. I have a whole set of female friends, and they're absolute my best friends. So I disagree with that thesis. Um, but that's what I think that's what that guy who asked you that in class was suggesting. Like, well, there's no way a man and a woman can just be friends with their being. Bro, yes, you can. The, the, literally, it's just a platonic like yeah. friendship. Like, there's yeah. no sex. Like, just like get to know a person. It's like, a pretty interact. narrow view of of like what a friendship can be to just say, oh, nobody could ever do that. And you have to cut I out mean, like half of the world no, from literally, being one of your friends. Like, like I get the intent of like maybe having feelings like in a like let's say like you got turned on sexually by your mindset, like that's happened to people and that I have understood. But, like, if that's just your homie, that's just your mm-hmm. homie. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, what, so when do you start to catch romantic feelings? Okay, so I told Eric, I was like, it's not a yes that I'll be your girlfriend, and it's not a no. I just need time mm-hmm. to think about it and see where this even goes, like, if this is what I even want. Like, if I even want a relationship with you, for real. Like, we can start, like, talking and getting into a process maybe of that. And if I feel like it would go farther than that, then we could start dating. And that was during, like, May. And then a month later, in, like, June, I made it official. So <laughs> you didn't think about a romantic attraction to him, but it must have kicked in at some point because, you know, one dates someone yeah. who they're romantically attracted. So did you find yourself? Did you, yes. did you switch your own mind because now he so likes me? So it was more of like, at first I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, you're manic. Like, what are you doing? But then I was just like, you know what? Like, I literally sat myself down in my own bed and was like, okay, it happened. This is happening. This is real. <laughs> um, so what are we going to do about it? And I was just like, he's a good guy. He knows what I've been through. We've yeah. known each other for the past, like, three years or two years at that. I don't know. Yeah, it was a junior year. It was three years already. Um, and, like, I know his family. He... He met my mom <laughs> two weeks after that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um but yeah, I was like he's he's not a bad guy, but I did have restrictions to us even talking at that point too. Cause I thought about it. I was like, yes, these are good qualities, but he used to abuse drugs, and the person I was with used to also abuse drugs. Like, everyone I've been with abused drugs, and I was like, I don't really want that person anymore. Like, I don't want to repeat a story that I've already repeat, basically. Right. Smart. So then, like, those thoughts started kicking in, so I haven't really made a decision, like, after that. And then, like, long, like, during, like, after that week, like, we did get into it, and I told him, I was like, if this does become something this isn't a relationship i want if it like if you we both abuse drugs or if you just abuse drugs and like it's not what i want i mean you know some people might say you know if you're with the right person is 
is if when you are with them, you are one of the better or best versions of yourself. So if, um, you know, if you're both like, you know, if we're in this relationships, we're going to sort of be our best selves. And that includes not abusing drugs. That could be an indicator that you're with the right person. Yeah. And it wasn't just like the drugs. It was like actually like maturing as like adults too. Like at the time I wasn't in school and I wasn't really planning to go back to school anytime soon at that point. So I ended up having to pay like rent because my mom was like, you're not going to, because at this time, like it was still the pandemic, Mm -hmm. but like, I just like was thinking about moving out from my grandma's house at that time. So all I thought in my head is like, I have to get a job. I have to pay rent soon because we had a conversation, me and my mom, like she was like, if you want to move out like from this, like from your grandma's house, you're going to have to start paying rent and stuff. And I was like, I'm totally fine with that. Like I will. Um, so it was more of like in that process too. Plus my best friend at the time, um, was also living at her aunt's house. And like, it was like kind of all like a team effort kind of thing that like came all crashing in together. Mm -hmm. And so I told them, I was just like, I I don't want to be with a person that is like, doesn't want a future, like doesn't want to like actually like grow, like make good money, like, like actually have a family like make sure like we're living a stable life like i don't want to live like a nine to five like forever (laughs) right i don't want to like have a toyota prius from 2002 like (laughs) 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 like i like want to have a good car at a point i want to have a house and like make sure like i only pay 10 years of it left like when i buy it right like i want to like a stable sh- person with a future who has it yeah. together is ready to commit. Like, I just wanted that in a person. Like I was asking like a lot, especially because we were so young. But mm-hmm. that's like where I was trying to head to at that point because I was like already like at my lowest. So I felt like I had to like start reaching that as soon as possible. Because it is, I'm sort of struck by how. Um, sort of mature or beyond your years some of your interests are or your how your life has taken shape in a good way I say that as a compliment I mean do you think you know to be a 17 year old saying look I want I'm gonna think about the future I want X Y and Z I want to think about those things uh, that might not be what every 17 year old is thinking about yeah i've like seen a lot of my friends like even think about that because they turned like literally after like you graduate high school they're like oh shit i need a job Mm -hmm. like i need to start paying for college like i need to start saving like and it's like i thought about that like two years ago when like like i could not wait till i was 18 to pay a thousand dollars to even like submit something you know like my mom didn't have the money like financial aid could help but where was the rest of the money going um and personally me like i don't ask favors for my family like at all like at all i hate asking anyone for help usually and at that time um during my situation nobody in my house really like they were affected by my trauma but everyone kind of like distanced each other from me Mm -hmm. because of it and because um 
of my cousin as well. Like, it, it was just a little family thing. But, um, so, like, yeah, so that's when, like, I had to change my life a little bit. I mean, do you think this sort of, like, mature beyond your years is because you were just always built that way or you kind of needed to do it as just for the sake of survival? Honestly, it was more sake of my sanity. Like, okay. I could not stay in that house and, like, keep feeling the way I kept feeling okay. without, like, needing space. Because, like, imagine, like, your cousin living upstairs with six of his kids and his wife mm. and then your uncle downstairs with your mom. And then the center floor, your grandma and your uncle, but you live in the little room all the way in the back porch <laughs> <laughs> with your twin sister in one room with the dog. <laughs> I can see the appeal of having your own place. Yes. Then. Like, it, there's no, like, there was privacy, but, like, it got to a point where it was so bad that, like, my cousin knew I was sneaking out in the middle of the night, so he chained up the back fence so I wouldn't so leave. I mean, you were just leaving just to just for some kind of relief, in a way, To right? go smoke, and that's... For the relief. Yes. <laughs> and so they're like, no, like, you're not smoking. And then again, I get it, because I was, like, 17. Well, I was going to, when you brought that up, you know, we're not going to have a pro or anti-weed discussion, but it, it was, but this is... it happens. Well, I think what, I don't know how many people who maybe don't, spend their professions with teenagers, they maybe think all marijuana, all weed smoking is just kids, you know, being crazy or kids doing something illegal. But I think when you were smoking, it sounds like it was stress or trauma management. I'm not prescribing it as a Dr. <laughs> Jordan, but that's what you were doing, I think, right? Um, when I first started, obviously I wasn't. I just wanted to be a stupid kid, try it out, mm -hmm. and like feel like, ooh, mm -hmm. at first. But obviously, also from, because junior year was probably me two, three years into smoking. Mm -hmm. So I already had my days. <laughs> but um, at that point, it was starting to be more, like, therapeutical. And, like, finally, like, I need to smoke. I need to relax. Like, I just need a day to myself right now. Because in the crime and punish unit in the philosophy class, there's that discussion of... You know, let's say um, Mr. Brown. We actually had brought him into class and asked him all this. Mr. Brown, he catches two people at lunch, and both of them are stoned. One of them is a kid with a very, very traumatic, difficult life and was smoking just to manage stress. The other kid was smoking just because he's lazy and just wants to be high and he's not responsible. They were both doing the same thing for two very different reasons should they get the same or different punishment? I mean, I feel like nowadays people don't really care. They'll just be like, you're high, go to the office, we'll call your parents. Because one approach like, is whatever, there's get a detention. crime and you get a punishment, but those are quite different circumstances. They are. They really are. But honestly, in people's eyes, it's just like, you're high. Just <laughs> why are you high right now? Like, you right. should get high probably after school uh, or something <laughs> during lunch, which I, like, totally get, like, like because we get outside, like, time to go to lunch. Like, I'll go, if I go outside, get high and come back, at least I'm not doing it in here, you know? Like, I'm not physically doing it in the school. I took my time to do it on my own time, but I came back to learn, did I not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, then the question is, how well can you learn if you're high? 
it just honestly it depends how much you like you if it, it affects you you honestly need to know how much it affects you like if you literally are too completely stoned and you're like uh right. i don't know what, what i'm doing right now yeah you, you should have known that you shouldn't have smoked or at least to that point right but if not if like it like again if it's for you to more be like a release like i feel like you'd be okay enough to it's, be doing your work it's complicated <laughs> you're almost 21 stop <laughs> which means it will be legal yes right i mean you'll just it'll be going to the liquor store it'll be in seven months in seven okay so you're not almost 21 no um tell us i've been an, always kind of impressed by the schedule you keep <laughs> so you work from when to when typically so my new schedule is every day except Tuesday and Wednesdays, but I work from 10 p.m. at night to 7 in the morning. And then school starts here at 8.30. Yes. And it's done at 3.15. I get out at 2, I'd get out after okay. fifth period, but since I've been having to make up attendance. <laughs> I stay till I feel the I end. feel that you are giving someone the eye here in the podcast. Studio. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. It's it's just I slacked. I don't want to say I slacked. I did slack a little. Lives are complicated but, and busy. But so life, this is life likes to kick me in the ass every there you year. Go. So you said you work from ten to seven. Yes. Which is nine hours. You get maybe a half hour, an hour break. An hour total, lunch. An hour lunch. Yes. School is from for you from 8 to 2, so that leaves from 2 to 10 is only about 8 hours. I mean, it's kind of like you're working two jobs. It's really 3.30 to 9. So you sleep that time. Yeah. Are my cutting into your sleep right now by doing this podcast? No, because I don't work tonight. Okay. Well, I mean, technically, but like, it just means I would have to wake up at like 4 in the morning to do homework. So you regularly sleep from about 3 to 9.30 or something. Yeah. That's still only six hours of sleep, so it's not enough. That's if I sleep early. And there's also the, w- what about time to shop for food and cook? Oh, and we all do that. our shopping at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't go, like, when I, the time that I do have to come out, go out. So recently, I haven't had time to, like, really go out and, like, hang out with friends or whatever because, like... I'm going to Miami. <laughs> like, like nope, I need to start like saving my money. Like, I need to start paying more bills on top of like that because I have Airbnb, and then my flight, and then the ticket. So, it's a lot. I mean, you so essentially have two. We'll say going to school is like having that. a job. You have two full time jobs, and then you have to sleep, and it leaves very, very little time for everything else one has to do to be an adult. Because yes. we said you grow up very fast. And then very little time for, you know, you're supposed to go to a movie and read a book and do all those kinds of things. And where is it that you work? Walmart. And they, is Walmart 24 hours? No, it's the overnight. It's the overnight stock. stock. Yeah. So you are usually asleep when the sun is out. Yeah. I I don't see the sun. (laughs) You don't see the sun. I barely see the sun. work and it's dark. Yup. And then you go to sleep and the I sun is up. I wake up and the sun is up sometimes. Like in the winter, it's still dark. But now it's like up and then I 
it's dark again because I live in a basement. <laughs> and then I go to school, it's light outside, then it's dark again because we're in a building. <laughs> you are never sleepy in class. I mean, teachers sort of, you're I not. Am. I am. I think it's because my class I've is so fascinating. You never, <laughs> I mean, ser- like, first of all, you know, there's always that, oh, the kid's sleeping in class and then the teacher goes and wakes him up. But if you someone keeps your schedule and you're doing it just to survive, it's totally understandable. I mean, it's a, it'd be weird to punish a kid for just trying to make it like the way you are. Um, so anyway, there's people who don't have your schedule who are way sleepier in class, so you're pulling it off somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before we run short on time, you saved a sentient being's life today. <laughs> yes. All right, go ahead. It was, it's really interesting how, how did you even know, well, go ahead and say what happened and how did you know that this is what you needed to do to save a sentient being's life? So my best friend had a cat, um, and she was pregnant, and she gave birth around, like, 4 in the morning, but um, the umbilical cord for um, one of the, like, the first cat Mm -hmm. was um, splitting in between her sack, so it looked like it was two, like, sacks bulging out, and usually that means, like, either she's having a miscarriage, she has an air bubble, Oh. Or, like, something, like, could go definitely wrong. Like, it could pop while sh- the cat's in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, she took her to the vet, and they met her at the vet. The vet told us just to go home. Like, she should have a natural birth, because by the time we went to the vet, it became, like, one sack already. Mm-hmm. So, I knew it was going to be okay. Um, and then we got to the house. Um, her sack broke but she wasn't really pushing at first Mm -hmm. and then she started pushing and then um she didn't push kept pushing like rapidly she would push stop wait and then push again and you can't really like do that while giving birth (laughs) especially with complications Mm -hmm. um so i had to help the little kitten Oh, wait, there was five total? Yes. So this is the last one? This is the first one. The first <laughs> one, okay. And um, he wasn't breathing. He wasn't moving. So, and I've seen, like, a lot, like, of TV shows where, like, people just grab a towel and just start, like, rubbing it, rubbing its little chest, and, like, get some airflow going. And then... Usually, like, um, when it pops, they have a bunch of, like, mucus, like, in their lungs or, mm-hmm. like, in their nose. So, I told my best friend, like, does she have, like, those little, like, plunger things, like, for babies? Like, so, just so I could, like, do it real quick. And she said no. Oh. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, great. And so, like, I just kept, like, trying to rub him and to see, like, if he would move. Because he wouldn't move. All he would do was, like... And I was just like, like you, like I don't want a dead kitten in my hands right now. Like the, uh, your mom is literally giving birth to like your sibling, like yep. right now. And then that's when I was like, it's time like, for it, mouth it, to mouth. It's time for mouth to mouth. Yep. But like I didn't want to physically like put my mouth on like the cat's mouth because like I'm big as shit. The cat's like literally the size of my yep. hand. So I just like cupped my hands and I cupped it to like his little mouth. And it wasn't working, um, so I just told her to give me a straw, and, like, I literally physically had to, like, put the straw in his little mouth just to even, like, get him some air. How did you know to do all of this? 
from just the beginning. Flow, even just airflow. Tr- as long as well, you got, <laughs> as long as your lungs are breathing and, and you're moving a little bit, I think you're fine. But it sounds like you have a veterinarian's degree. You even knew about the, you know, about when. What did you say? It was the sack was split. Yeah. And all. How do you know all that? Because um, before, um, when I was younger. Or not even younger. When I was like twelve, I had uh, a cat, and she gave birth to like five litters, Ugh. and she wouldn't give birth unless I was there. Like I oh. had to be the only one in the room, and it's because like we switched houses a lot, and I also lived with my grandma during that period too, so I couldn't have her. So she would live at my brother's house, and I would come visit obviously, like when I could, because I also had school, and I was also like. 14 15 like i couldn't just go to my brother's house whenever i wanted to so um i visited and she gave birth once i visit <laughs> you're like a you're the you're the, either a cat whisperer or like the cat midwife i am a cat midwife you're a cat midwife <laughs> and how many animals do you live with um me personally i only have four so you have in your one bedroom apartment yes there are four animals yes all cats Three cats, one dog. Three cats, one dog. And one dog, one cat pees on your homework. Because, <laughs> you know, that's like the oldest cliche is the dog ate my homework, yes. but your cat legitimately pees on your yes, homework. Yes, she, she, she's just territorial. Maybe it just means like you're not paying attention to me. You're paying attention to your homework, and I'm going to tell you it's, I'm not okay with <laughs> No. <laughs> she just pees everywhere. Like, it's just, it's mostly because of the dog now that we like, because we got it like two months ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's, like, been spraying everywhere. Like, this is my house. This is my stuff. This is my human. Like, but, but she, yeah, I mean, she's been a lot better. She hasn't peed on. Do you have carpeting or hardwood? Hardwood. Okay, thank God. Can you imagine carpeting? Ugh. I cannot live with carpet. (laughs) Yeah. I think carpet's, I think carpet's gross. I think it's always been gross. People just didn't think about it. I mean, I love a carpet, you know, like a regular, like, little size carpet. I have one. Right. My dog keeps me yeah, on it. Yeah, maybe so. a little throw carpet is okay, but, like, a wall-to-wall carpeting? No, Ooh. I can't. Um, do you want to be a veterinarian one day? Um, no. I mean, like, there's a lot of things that, like, I like. Like, like shit, I want to be a singer, maybe. I mm-hmm. want to probably do DJing someday. Mm-hmm. I, like fucking doing lashes doing beauty mm-hmm. i also like um doing like fashions like i like i'm one of my things is like i want to host like a fashion show okay like one day and maybe that'll happen but it's just like honestly what i get into but i like so many things that who knows well i would say two things number one maybe you can change professions and careers people do you can talk to people who've had like three very different careers just because they choose to you could be one of those people or number two no matter what profession you choose all those other things can still be a part of your life you can still always sing there'd be a you know a part-time choir down the street or so but it's all I just available. need to choose one. That's so hard, though. So this is an argument for... You are a reader, too, right? Eh, I only mm. read poem books, honestly. Oh, well, hey, that's... I mean, that makes me happy. <laughs> but some people say people who like reading who like English are people who for whom there aren't enough lives to live because they're so interested and life is so amazing. So one of the ways they get to experience all these different lives is through books. I think you're one of those people. There's too many. You want multiple lives in a row. That's good. 
It's better than like, ugh, I'm bored with life. I'm just waiting, counting out the days. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Tell, but last thing, tell us uh, what's a poetry book that the world should be reading? Milk and Honey. Um, I think The Princess That Saves Herself is a very, very good book. Who, who's the author? Do you know? I don't remember her name. And what is the, what's the content usually about? Um, so it's basically like a book, like that'd be The Princess, one chapter, Mm -hmm. or, and I forgot the other chapters, usually I like that chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a book about like sexual assault, like cutting self-appearance and all of that like and it's just a story honestly Mm -hmm. which i found uh, during like i've got the book before my um trauma happened and like after it happened like i understood like the book a lot more right so i mean you know how when people go through a traumatic experience you can have a sort of a self-help group or a support Mm -hmm. group I mean, in a way, reading a book like that, someone else who's had a similar experience, it's it's another type of support book, with a support group, which is the beauty of the written word, you might argue. Say it again, The Princess. The Princess Saves Herself, the sun. The Princess Saves Herself. And it's also inspirational, right? It's a bit about, there's kind of a survival tale. Yeah. Like she has to overcome and all that kind of stuff. All right, we're going to pull up the title and the author, because I'm sure the whole world's going to run out and get it. So it's The Princess Saves Herself in this one by Amanda Lovace. How do you spell the last name? L-O-V-E-L-A-C-E. All right. Thanks. Oh, makes me so happy ending on a note about literature. Andrea, not Andrea. We learned that on the first day. Andrea or Andrea? Either or. I don't really care. Either or. Um, you want to share your last name for when you're famous? They'll be like, oh, yeah, I heard, uh, I heard her podcast. When she was just coming up, as the kids say. It's Racines. Racines. With an S. Racines or Racines? It's Racines. What is your ethnic background? I am fully blooded Ecuadorian. Oh, right. We've talked about this before. Yep. Which part of Ecuador? Um, my mom is from Quito, and my dad is, I'm pretty sure, either Guayaquil or Cuenca. One of those two. All right. So, so I lived in Ecuador, in Quito. So I like to consider myself a... Quiteño sometimes. <laughs> Guayaquil is the big city on the coast. Mm-hmm. Quito is the big city in the mountains. And they're always kind of in opposition with each other. And Cuenca, everybody considers to be the most beautiful city. Yeah. Like all these beautiful brown rooftops and all that kind of stuff. Um, you haven't been there, but one day you would like to go. Um, I've been to Ecuador, actually. I've oh, been you have? to Quito. I've been to the city and I've been to the coast, but I don't remember where in the coast. Okay. How old were you? Um, the last time I went, I was 15. Okay. When you make your money, which is your plan because you've grown up fast and you're mature. Yes. And <laughs> you don't have to drive a 2002, you know, I drive a 2007 Volkswagen Rabbit with no hubcaps. I caps. drive a 2005 Nissan. Okay. So well, then okay. <laughs> my car's two years older than your car. <laughs> uh, so when you have all that in order, then a trip to Ecuador. Probably, maybe. That's the plan. Thank you so much. It was great if we had another 14 months of school we would do this all the time uh you usually work on thursdays so this was a very special rare treat so i'm very glad it happened all right we are we're waving goodbye to people who can't even see us all right (laughs) thanks everybody we'll see you next time